This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. We're going to talk about writing rituals that will actually convert and get results. So rituals, we've heard of morning rituals, you know, not just for yoga instructors. We know um, that PR pros that use rituals and stay consistent, um, they're getting themselves in the right headspace for pitching and just plugging away at a process that gets results. So if you develop a pitch writing ritual, it's going to set you up for success so you can generate results for your clients every single time you send out a pitch. Um, not every single person who receives the pitch, but every angle, every pitch idea that you send out, you will get traction. Um, you know, you can make your ritual whatever you want, like whatever it looks like is up to you. It's all about what gets you in the right headspace and the right mood and boost your level of energy so that you have this feeling where you're creative and you boost your productivity so that you get your clients the success that they deserve. So I have um, some tips that I can share to build a pitch writing ritual that you can lean into when you feel the need to lift your mood and creativity so that you can write really stellar pitches no matter what's on your plate. So What is a pitch writing ritual? It is a routine that you can build that'll get you in that zone to write killer pitches for your clients. And if you follow these same steps or set of steps every time you sit down to brainstorm or write pitches, you start to, it it becomes a habit, right? Like, you know that when you want to um, develop a new habit. It's about consistency, repetition, um, having a process that's like one, two, three, four. So the amount of steps in your ritual can be up to you, but you don't want to spend more time getting ready to pitch than actually writing, compiling your pitches. So the longer you stick to the writing ritual, the easier easier that it'll be to put yourself in the right headspace to write pitches, even if you have really busy days. Um, you know, or when you have a ton of pitches to get through. Um, so we want to use some sort of a ritual so that you can boost that productivity and creativity to power through any strategies, any like really detailed strategies or out of the box angles that you might want to come up with um, and do it with ease so you can set yourself up for success. Um, you know, this is how novelists write so many books, you know, prolific writers write so many books in their careers. It's about creating habits that will empower you to get the job done and deliver incredible results every time. So we have a few steps to help you, six steps to help you create a ritual and build this as a consistent, let's call it like ritual habit, okay? So the first thing, I always talk about this, but you want to work pitch writing into your schedule or any activity that you want to do with focus, attention, consistency. You 
want to give yourself time and your schedule to do it. Because if you're trying to write these pitches in these little pockets of time throughout the day in between meetings or proposal writing or strategy writing or research, don't bother with research. Just join the pitch lab and we save you all that time. Like we'll give you um, execution plans that focus on long and short lead angles that are relevant right now so you don't have to spend time doing the research. So maybe you spend time reading your execution plan and planning out. That could be part of your ritual. But if you want to, um, you know, kind of create a situation where you're calming the chaos in your brain and that chaos of daily life, you want to set aside dedicated blocks of time to write your pitches. And you could do it every day, every other day, or a big block of time once a week. But the most important thing, and I'll reiterate this with any new habit, anything you're trying to accomplish is staying consistent. So if you mark your calendar on Monday from 11 to 12 as your pitching time, then your Wednesday and Friday pitch sessions should probably be at that same time. So you start to get used to that time in the day where you've had your, um, your let's say coffee, you've um, checked your email, you've gotten into your whole you know day and now your attention is off those other things and truly focused you start to get into that habit and keeping it at a consistent time each day will help you ease into it a lot easier um i know that as pr pros things come up you have to react to certain things so flexibility is necessary there might be media requests something that's on a deadline or tasks that come up and interrupt your pitching time but when that happens you can just pick back up where you left off once that urgent request has been taken care of because you're in the sort of mindset that you're gonna go right back to that. You're not gonna get distracted and then say like, oh, you know, that's over. You know that that's your zoned time to do it and so you'll go right back to it. But if that's not an option um, and the day gets away from you because of an urgent request, then you can reschedule the rest of your pitching time for that next day or later in the week. It's just about carving out the time that you know you're gonna need and sticking with it, being consistent. And if it's something comes up, make sure you move that. It's like a commitment to yourself, right? Well, obviously to your clients, but um, a commitment to yourself to give yourself those uh, focused blocks that you need you know, instead of all of the other urgent things that are coming your way that everybody else needs from you. So that's number one. I want you to just work pitch writing into your schedule and try to keep it as consistent as possible. Number two, keep things personal. Just because you're building a pitch writing ritual doesn't mean you should use spray and pray templates. Absolutely not. That's lazy. That is not this community. Anyone in the pitch lab knows that we really stress the fundamentals of targeted, strategic, very customized pitches for the right person at the right publication, the right angle, like everything has to be really personalized. So, um, you know, rituals are routines, not templates, and they need to be personalized for you, your agency, that particular client. Um, plug and play templates, which we do have, is a decent start, but you have to make it your own. 
you have to make it connect with that media contact because they're going to spot a robotic copy paste pitch from a mile away and they'll send it to their trash. They'll probably think you're trash, honestly, like this is so lazy. They're not doing their research. They don't really know what publication they're pitching for. So if we're talking about ritual, it's not a template that you just uh, you know, merge like fields, like the name and the publication you need to really make it your own. They have to be tailored to the contact, their audience, the publication, and every part of that email should show your contact, why your client's story and the angle are important, how your client is relevant to the contact's audience, and make that effort to connect on a deeper, more personal level with your media contact in all of your communications, like even follow up. It's like now they're on the hook, like have a conversation, have a personal, you know, connection to this person and they'll remember you, you know, they'll enjoy working with you more. So it's really taking that time during your block pitching time to start with a solid foundation, an idea, an angle, a media list, and to be able to then use that time to personalize which means poking around their latest articles, looking at their social media, trying to see what they're up to, what they're writing about, referencing something that you really enjoyed reading. That becomes part of the ritual too, personalization. Um, three is what's your pre-pitching routine? Um, yes, you know what is it that you're gonna do before you pitch? That is also part of your pitch writing ritual. So this is what's gonna get you in the zone, reinforce your writing habits, it could be, for me, um, it is having my cup of coffee um, and a cup of water. All the beverages. I've got all the beverages. I've got my coasters, like, ready to go because I don't want to have to get up. The only time I'm really getting up is go to the bathroom because I'm drinking a lot of beverages. But um, get your beverages ready, a snack if you need, like, almonds or something that's, like, brain food. Um, before that, I'll take the dog because otherwise she's going to interrupt me and it's always going to be on my mind. Like, when am I going to get her out for, um, you know, have I fed the pets? Like that all has to be done. So there's no interruptions. Maybe it's a quick guided, energizing, clarity, focus, creativity, meditation, or it could be listening to a song that inspires you. Some people like, um, binaural beats. There's a lot of stuff like that on YouTube. Um, it might look like a video, but it's really just a, a picture and then it's it's audio in the background. There are apps that have binaural beats. You could be listening to classical music or just kind of like spa music or energizing, I don't know, Eminem, something that gets your energy level up, Beyonce or Taylor Swift, but whatever gets those creative juice is flowing and it will become a signal. Like I said, rituals become habits. It'll signal to your brain that it's time to write and it will get you in that headspace. Like, okay, we're sitting here for an hour or two. Um, I would not recommend two straight hours. I would say do your Pomodoro, 25 minutes of focus time, five minute break. Maybe it's a two hour block, which is like four Pomodoros, right? And that's two hours with essentially 20 minutes of break spread out. Um, and you can also extend your pre-pitching activities into your actual pitching time. So um, keep listening to that song or that artist as you write. Um, if you get stuck on a tough story angle and you can't figure it out, then take a break, 
change your scenery, you know, quick walk around the block, um, spend a few quiet minutes outside. Sometimes I'll just lay down on our grass and feel the sun on my face and just, it's like a little uh, vitamin D, you know, I'll also kind of be in the mindset of gratitude and I just come away from it like, like ready to go, clear head. Um, and it also will keep you in the zone and help you stay focused on that task at hand, which is creative writing. Um, and it's really helpful when you're working on a lot of pitches at once. Um, so yeah, whatever you need to like hunker down and say like, I have my snacks, I have my water, I have everything I need. Pets are fed. I took my walk. I'm ready to focus. Um, number four is getting all of those distractions out of your space. So like I said, pets, <laughs> if you have your phone, family email, those are distractions and they're not conducive to pitch writing success. So um, maybe that means getting your kid a play date if you're home for the summer and he's not he or she is not in camp or getting a parent to come and help out so the kids are entertained. As soon as that first distraction gets in front of your eyes, your brain is going to snap out of that pitching mode and it's kind of hard to get back in that headspace. So if you break your focus, then the rest of the time you're spent writing could be really trying to get back into that headspace. You're not going to get the best results. I mean, it's like you think about like trying to write something or get a task done when you have uh, the phone buzzing, you know, you've got your alerts now. So it's buzzing nonstop. And um, so you want to remove your distractions. You might have to get a little creative. Like I said, um, you got somebody coming to watch the kids if you have kids or maybe you're doing it when they're in camp during the school year they're at school um you know maybe somebody uh takes the the dog for the day or um you put the dog in doggy daycare and um you can turn on the do not disturb on your phone or um, alter the settings you can only allow your vips to be able to break through when you're focused, like so if your kid's school is going to call, you're worried about that or your spouse is going to call with some emergency, um, you don't have to worry too much about that. Um, so you can also uh, exit out of your email entirely and tell yourself, maybe put it in your schedule, that you are not going to check email until you are done with that focus pitch writing time. It's really the number one thing that distracts us aside from social media, but it's easy to put the phone away, but your email is right there. So do what you have to do to truly not allow yourself to be distracted by email. It can wait. I know as PR pros, we really pride ourselves on quick responses. Um, I promise you clients are going to be more appreciative or if they knew what you were doing with that time appreciate more that you're focusing on, you know, results generating activities versus just quickly responding to one of their requests or emails. Um, you know, so it, maybe during that five minute break, just quickly scan and triage email if you can really not allow yourself to get sucked back in. So email, shut it down, get a babysitter for the kids or give them an iPad as their babysitter. Make sure the pets are fed and focus. So, okay, number five, stay accountable. So this might be the most important part of your pitch writing ritual. If you're going to write today, write today. <laughs> like, do it. Just do it, right? Having that pitching time set aside in your calendar does not mean 
anything if you're just gonna skip it in favor of working on another project. This is that piece of living in self-integrity. Like we tend to really keep our commitments for everyone else. You know, if he needs something from me, it is like, I will be on it. I will get it done. I will prioritize that. Um, I'll make sure he knows that I'm working on that or when I will have time and I will get that done before things for myself or whatever else is a priority. But we don't always give ourselves that same level of commitment and follow through to the things that we've promised to ourselves. So this is where accountability is really important. This happens all the time in in uh, like shifting your habits to better habits, but you know, better sleep, better eating, um, working out, uh, you know, deciding to drink a certain amount of water every day, and then you're like, ah, I'll start later. But if you are doing it for somebody else, then you always follow through. Um, you know, rescheduling your pitching session is okay if things come up, if something else is urgent or there's a project that needs your focus and attention, but you cannot endlessly procrastinate and just keep pushing it back. When you, um, when you make that commitment to yourself, part of this ritual and developing a habit is that follow through and being consistent. And what you accomplish during your pitching sessions might look different every day. You know, maybe you'll knock out three really good stellar pitches where you're like, yeah, this is awesome. It's really good. Um, I know this writer is going to love it. Maybe, you know, maybe you do that in an hour. Maybe you'll just do research and write a page or two of th thorough notes or some ideas. You start to sketch out like the rest of the year calendar. Um, you know, that's okay. The important thing is you do it. And you're always moving forward. And like I said, it's all about being consistent. Can we commit to consistency? And I don't mean consistently putting it off. Consistency is key. The last step I have for you is take it step by step. Your pitch writing ritual will get you in that zone to write, but should also set you up to write detailed, tailored, thoughtful pitches. So once you sit down to execute a pitch, follow the same steps every time. And that means you're not just cranking out writing and copy. You're researching, you're fact checking, proofreading, editing, double checking the other assets, checking that links work, setting up follower remind follow up reminders. That's part of the process so that you know when you send out a pitch two, three days later, you're gonna get an alert that reminds you to follow up on that pitch. That is all key parts to a successful pitch writing process and pitching and follow-up process. And when you follow your ritual, you're gonna ensure that none of these steps fall through the cracks as you juggle all of your outstanding pitches. I think proofreading being a really important part of that process and checking links and scheduling that follow-up. I think a lot of great pitches drop off because we don't follow up in a timely manner. Um, and yes, once you get into that zone, it's easier to write. It is, um, you know, a serious, like a stress reliever when you're really busy to just default to a process that works and steps that you have that you follow to ensure that you're writing good pitches, sending them out, following up in a timely manner. And if you have a process you can default to that works 
and you know it works. So these pitch writing rituals will set you up for success by keeping you in that zone of creativity, productivity, creative juices flowing, um, getting your getting your mind in the right space and getting your schedule focused on the time and attention you need to do a good job there for your clients. Quickly to recap, uh, we've got this pitch writing ritual, six steps. Number one, schedule it, you know, and try to keep it the consistent day and time each week. Um, You know how effective and efficient you are. I don't do a lot of pitch writing now, but I schedule other writing like proposals and follow-up emails to clients with strategy. and that gets scheduled and I have certain days where I'm really focused on writing. I have other days where I'm in meetings and it's really hard for me to like shift from meeting gen over to like focused writing gen. So I really only do my writing on certain days, but I schedule it and that's the time and it becomes my habit that week that on these days I'm writing Um, and being consistent there. Number two, keep it personal. We do have templates. They are meant to be made your own. They are meant to be tailored and customized. They need to be tailored to the media contact, the audience, the publication. So think through that and make focusing on those customization opportunities and each pitch you write part of the ritual. You're double checking. Is this, does this read as a tailored pitch? Is the recipient gonna know that this is aligned with their audience and their publication and what they cover? That has to be part of your process is ensuring that it does not read like a spray and pray. Um, The number three recommendation I have is a pre-writing routine. This is, you know, you could be like gather your green juice, your coffee, your water, do your bathroom break, take the pup for a for a walk, getting yourself in that headspace, getting some vitamin D, walking outside, sun on the face, um, listening to a meditation, um, binaural beats, um, or a song that really, or like an artist that gets you in that zone. Um, and then number four, clearing out distractions before they're a problem. Turning on your do not disturb. You can really customize that, which is super cool. You can um, write when your family is uh, tucked away at school or you know, if your partner is at work. Um, if you uh, have pets, you gotta get them walked and outside and all of that. Number five, stay accountable. Be really consistent, set aside that time commit to yourself, consistency, and really being aware of the self-integrity that you have and committing to yourself that this is how you're going to spend that time and following through on it so that you get that work done that you need to do. That's what's going to generate the results that are going to keep the clients in the door. This is how you build consistent, predictable, recurring retainer income, keeping clients happy. It's a lot easier to just keep your solid client base by getting great results and possibly increase the services and the retainer to that client because they're so pleased with the work you're doing than it is to consistently have to drum up new business and pound the pavement and clients stay for six months and then they go because you're not really giving them the results that they were looking for. So that's a huge part of 
uh, effectively implementing that model that we teach in the agency accelerator. Um, and then number six is step by step, you know, having those um, like a checklist of the things that you need to ensure you're looking at. You know, it's the research, fact checking, proofreading and editing. If you're not good at that, have somebody get eyes on your pitch to ensure that it's, you know, uh, proofread and grammatically correct. You've got to um, make sure because when you're pitching a writer, it's offensive to them, honestly, because they really care about that stuff. And you want to also ensure your links are working, the assets that you say are linked. You never want to have to send a second email like, oops, forgot the attachment. And again, we're not sending attachments. Maybe if that's if they ask for a follow-up with an attachment, but like an embedded image or links out to your Dropbox with assets, you wanna check all of that. You wanna check that your price is right. You wanna check that the links all link to the right place. Um, and this is especially important if you are pitching out affiliate links um, because obviously that becomes a trackable link that is it must be accurate so that they can earn that revenue that they're hoping for. Um, and so that's the last one. Take it step by step and make sure you hit all of your uh, required personalization and quality like QC checking um, efforts in that in that time. This is the part of the ritual. You know, it's not speed. Do not sacrifice accuracy for speed. We've all been guilty of that. And you're like, I just wanted to get it out. Unless I'm on a timeline, it's breaking news, blah, blah, blah. Still pause, take a break, walk outside, come back with fresh eyes or send it to somebody who can get fresh eyes on it because you always miss stuff. Um, thank you so much for being here and just have a great rest of your week. Okay, guys, mwah. take care. See you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. With relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more, you'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune into next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse. <laughs>